Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Wednesday, February 21st. Glad to get Zealand Public Schools back into somewhat of a regular rotation when we update our local school districts and things going on. And this month, the district wants to spotlight ZQuest. And so to do that, the principal of ZQuest, Joe Grit, is on the other side of our table this morning. Joe, good morning and welcome back to WHTC. Good morning. Glad you're glad you are with us. If you have a question about ZQuest in particular, uh, which is youth education, and we'll talk about that in a moment, are some of the things going on in Zealand Public Schools. Joe has a pretty good idea about that, and he'll be happy to answer your question at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Joe, first of all, let's talk about the fact that you are the principal of ZQuest. What exactly is ZQuest? Absolutely. So ZQuest, we are a K through 8th grade uh, project-based learning school. Um, within Zealand Public Schools. And so we are what's called a school within a school, and uh, we are housed uh, in Roosevelt. Um, but yeah, we specialize in project-based learning, and uh, we serve students K through eight uh, throughout uh, Zealand Public Schools. All right. Project-based learning. What's the difference between project-based learning as supposed traditional classroom learning? Absolutely. Um, I like to paint a picture to, to help uh, see this as well. And so if you uh, think of, you'll have to paint a verbal picture <laughs> a verbal in this case. Picture, yes. Sounds good. But think of uh, like a main course versus a dessert. And so a lot of times people hear the word project and they think of something they may have done when they were in school. Um, and they might, it might be something that is more of a, of a dessert where you do a lot of learning up front and then you make a project at the end to kind of showcase your learning. That might be a more traditional mindset. Whereas project-based learning um, sometimes I want to say like lowercase p, capital L, like really focus on the learning. Uh, but we are the main course and it, it is all the way throughout. And so the, the project is the driver of the learning. And so we want to center that on, um, on the standards. And it is something that takes place all the way through versus something that you just do at the end. When you say project-based learning, is it all aspects of education, be it English, be it uh, uh, mathematics, be it sciences, uh, uh, social studies, uh, and the like, or is it specific to maybe one discipline of learning? Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, what we really want to try and do is we want to try and integrate as much as we can. And so maybe a way to think about it could be how can we connect what we're doing in reading, writing, and say science, or reading, writing, and social studies, um, reading, writing, and economics, um, and, and where can we tie math into this as well? And so um, we just got done doing a, let's like, I can, I can talk through my K3. Uh, they were doing a project on forces in motion. And so a really big part of project-based learning is we want to kick it off with like an entry event, something really engaging that's going to spark curiosity and naturally have questions want, or students want to get involved in the inquiry process. And so they set up something called like Z cruisers, right? Kind of a spinoff, but uh, we had a lot of parent volunteers and we also had some middle school helpers where they went into the gymnasium and they set up a lot of different games, right? So you might've had bottle flipping, ax throwing, not real axes in school, but <laughs> ax throwing, um, uh, bowling, uh, mini golf, like you name it. And they set it all up throughout. 
And students are playing these games, which sounds fun, but we also want to make sure that we maximize the learning. And so like think of a kindergartner, they're approaching, they haven't learned forces in motion yet, but now they're playing different games and they're trying to predict, you know, am I doing a push or a pull, so to speak in this game? And that that's going to kick off the learning. And then now back in the classroom, that's when we're going to connect what we're doing in writing and what we're doing in reading. And ultimately they're going to uh, create something with forces in motion. So our kindergartners actually created a game, right? So full circle, they created a game that, that our middle school students came and played. Whereas in like say second and third grade, they uh, ended up uh, building a sled. Um, we had to pivot a little bit because we don't have a lot of snow as you can see around. So they originally were going to test everything on, on the hill of the, the football stadium. So we ended up using kind of some uh, plow, snow plow piles to, to make it work. But, um, but that, that's how you can see just a quick kind of example of, of something that we just were just concluded as eQuest. We're talking with Joe Grid, who is the principal of the ZQuest program. If you have a question about it, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450-ZQuest, of course, with the Z involved, meaning we are dealing with a, a program involving Zealand Public Schools. Joe, what type of student gets involved in ZQuest? Yeah, so, I mean, being a public school, ZQuest can be um, for any student, um, and but I would say it's one that like they, they naturally, they want to be creative or they're curious. Um, someone that, that uh, um, likes to be involved in a, in a team. And also what we're trying to do is um, we really trying to teach the, the self-management. Um, sometimes they say like the soft skills, what I think are really important, but your critical thinking, your collaboration, your creativity um, and students that might want an extension and really try to connect with, with the real world. Um, we also, and we can talk about this in a, a little later, but, um, we're also going to be connecting to some, some outdoor and community-based opportunities, um, because we think it's really, really good, uh, to be curious about the world and also to be able to get outside and, and take learning outside of the four walls. So maybe that's how I could say it is, you know, a student that you might like, how can we showcase and gather our learning and get it outside of the four walls of the classroom? Um, it is not a case where a student might be struggling in a traditional classroom format and would need to, you know, sequest is a way for them to learn. It's not a case of this is a remedial situation. This is an optional situation, isn't it? Right. Absolutely. Yep. And so this is, this could be, and we have, you know, we have all of the same services. Think of it as like a, as you would a school, right? Um, so we have reading intervention services and special education services and um, everything that you would have at a, at a typical school. And we have a phenomenal teaching staff. Um, but no, absolutely. This can be for, um, we are in that balanced calendar, but it could be for any student and all student. Um, absolutely. Um, now uh, a program such as this limited space for how many students can be involved. Yeah, that's, that is one thing is like, let's say we had, you know, all of a sudden a thousand students that all wanted to come at once. Like we're, we're going to be, we're going to be limited on, on space. Um, and so that's where like we had, uh, like for kindergarten, there's a pre-admission link um, that people uh, that was on, on February 5. But just to make sure we can see numbers and where that's at, because we have to make sure that um, we, we have the space available. Uh, by the way, uh, the enrollment numbers for the district in Zealand, that was uh, the preliminary numbers that were disclosed earlier, you know, last week was a little over 6,000 for the entire district. How much of how many of the what's the ratio of total students in the district understanding of course that there's the high school number and how many kids are in ZQuest? 
Um, in terms of the ratio, I can say, so ZQuest, we are um, just under, we have about 200, just under 200 students is where mm -hmm. we are. Um, and so we have, and that's what makes us also unique, is a very much of a family feel. We really get to know our kids. Um, the students get to know each other, staff gets to know our students. Um, and that's one of the awesome things is we can really see them grow from kindergarten all the way through eighth grade. Um, it's awesome to see the development of our students and get to know um, get to know them in and out. It, it, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I brought this up with Holland School Superintendent Nick Cassidy on a different type of matter, but the same type of question. I'll bring it up with you as well. With schools of choice, is it how limited is it for ZQuest? Do you even take students in schools of choice for ZQuest? Uh, yeah, we do have um, actually quite a few families that uh, have chosen ZQuest, and they are out of district um, because they've they've loved what they've heard and. Uh, they wanted to to be involved in in this hands-on and, and project-based learning um, and to be able to get the the learning outside the four walls and so absolutely we have families um, that are that are out of district that are at ZQuest. Um, and more information about the uh, schools of choice Zealand Public Schools zps.org is the overall website yep. for uh, more information on that and possibly be involved with uh, it's at schools of choice to get your child possibly involved in ZQuest. Joe Grit, let me ask you then about this uh, balanced calendar and some uh, changes or shall we say improvements in that regard? Um, in terms of our calendar. So we are on a balanced calendar. Uh, a way to think about that is um, we sometimes people say, say year round. Um, our calendar is unique, though. We have about seven weeks in the summer. Um, and so this year, how it falls um, or going into this year was uh, one week at the end of June and then uh, July off and then two weeks at the beginning of August. Um, and then we start the, the learning um, uh, mid-August and then we have break weeks um, that occur throughout the year. And so we just actually came off of a break week in, in February. Um, and so we've had a lot of success with the balanced calendar. A lot of people choose as eQuest, um, they, they love that balanced calendar. And so um, that's how it operates is is almost almost year round, but we have about seven weeks in the summer and then some break weeks throughout the year. Um, does it sort of, do you sort of plan the curriculum to go with these breaks? Because a lot of times a, a traditional curriculum, you know, you're going to start the school, the, the semester in January for a winter term. And you know that you're going to run through May so that, uh, yeah, there might be a week off, but it's pretty much you can structure it along the ways. If you have a balanced calendar, I would think, you know, three, four months, three, four weeks, and then boom, got a break. And then that breaks the continuity, or maybe it doesn't. Explain. Yeah. And so um, we absolutely try. It, obviously, in uh, Michigan, sometimes you might have something like a snow day yeah. um, or things like that, or maybe three snow days in the matter of a week. Um, or two weeks, but you know, you absolutely try. And, and we find that there, there can be some good resets as well. Um, but um, sometimes knowing that you're coming up on a break week can help. And it kind of gives you um, a deadline because um, that, that's also important um, when we're working at projects uh, because it could break up the learning. Um, but no, we try to, we try to be structured with it and, and have it be that um, we can have our learning almost uh, conclude before a break week, or you just, if it, you know, these are naturally engaging. So if you're picking right up off it, a lot of times students, they don't want to stop the learning process. They're so excited to come back and talk about it because it is meaningful. It is relevant. And so they tend to remember it for longer periods of time. One other thing, and this is so, not, this is so 2020, 
but I do. I am going to bring it up anyway. Um, remote learning. Uh, that was the big thing, obviously, when we had the outbreak um, for almost four years ago. With ZQuest, is it tougher to have remote learning, or does it, or can it be seamlessly put in when the circumstances dictate it? Are you talking about project-based learning with remote learning? Yeah. Yeah. And first, that's that was um, something I think there was might have been a little confusion of when there was um, we had Z Connect versus Z Quest, and so. Um, Z, Z Connect was kind of like a remote or online learning during during COVID, um, but Z Quest and Z Connect are, are okay. Two now that's what I was talking about more of the project based learning, yep. the actual Z Quest, correct? Not the Connect. Uh, yep. The Connect is something entirely different. No, absolutely. And so, just it gives me an opportunity to mention that. Um, but I think what really helps is with with project based learning, you can still do it with remote learning, um, but. The goal is when we are providing some of the conditions for students is we still want to have them being engaged with with the outdoors. Um, but what it might look like is instead of like everyone sitting on Zoom for the exact same period of time getting a direct instruction lesson, it could be that you're coming together to collaborate and then you, you're you're doing something say off camera um, of an engaging. Uh, opportunity that you might bring back with you that next day. And so is it more challenging? It's going to be a little bit more challenging for PBL or traditional, but you absolutely, there's things that we can do uh, to make it meaningful, whether it's online or whether it's in person. All right. Again, if you have a question about the ZQuest program with Zealand Public Schools, Joe Grit will be able to answer it at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. All right, Joe, you alluded to it a few moments ago. Let's bring it up right now. Uh, as the weather warms and thoughts about um, uh, the spring come in and uh, uh, playing hooky outside with project-based learning, you sort of incorporate playing hooky outside with some of the things that your students do. Absolutely. Um, and that's a shift that we're going to be doing as well as we are uh, working on finalizing a, a partnership with the Outdoor Discovery Center and making the learning outside purposeful and making it come alive and connect um, one thing that I would, uh, love to be able to do, and this is going to be more of a, of a next year and in the future thing, but if you can imagine, like, let's say that you are planning something off of, like we have right in our backyard, we have the wetlands, we have a Creek, we have honeybees. We, I mean, you name, let's say it doesn't exist yet. And students wanted to create a garden or they wanted to do something, um, with plants, right? What you can do is that might be the connection to the outdoors, but we can now bring that back to the learning again with your math or your writing, or your reading. And so now we're connecting the outdoors and the indoors and making learning purposeful. What helps, I think, to a certain extent with Zealand Public Schools in the district, you do have uh, a lot of the Makatawa Greenway areas in the district itself. So it lends itself maybe to outdoor learning as, uh, in that regard. Absolutely. And um, for those that might not be familiar with the specific location, um, like we really do almost in our backyard have a creek and the wetlands um, and, and the honeybees like within walking distance. And so why not take advantage of those things? Absolutely. I was just thinking about the overall district besides yep. just where yep. you're based with, with, you said Roosevelt School? Yep. So we're within Roosevelt. Okay. And so, um, and that also helps us because we, we want our middle school uh, students to have opportunities to interact with um, a larger amount of students as well. So Creekside is right next door to us. And so, um, our middle school students will have their lunches over at Creekside. They'll have an elective over at Creekside. Um, they can do extracurriculars, right, um, uh, over at Creekside, or they can still be involved in the play and all those opportunities as well. And 
Um, it also was awesome to see we have uh, what makes us unique is what's called pod time. And that's where we have, like we just had one this week, where it's our kindergartners all the way up to eighth grade. They're intermixed in groups. Um, and during those those groups, they have time together and we can, um, whether it's talking about like uniqueness or whether it's talking about happiness or whether it's talking about like a, a lot of different things, um, it allows them to have connections with one another. And uh, the middle schoolers really, really enjoy that. Um, and so do our young learners as well. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Joe Grit, he is the principal of ZQuest, the K through eight program for lack of a better term, although it is really a separate school. School, yeah. But for the purposes of maybe picturing it, shall we say, uh, if you have a question for Joe, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. One more thing, and then I'll take a break on this, Joe, and I'm looking at the website. And... Talk a little bit about what I see here called student-directed learning, what exactly that is. And to a certain extent, I think you've answered that a little bit, but when you see student-directed learning, it's almost as if the students are making the directions instead of maybe the instructors. Absolutely. Um, and so one big, uh, one awesome part about student-directed is there's a big part of project-based learning. It's called voice and choice. And we find when you do voice and choice well, students are more engaged in the learning. And so maybe I'll talk about it through the lens of a project that our fourth and fifth grade were just working on. Um, and that was on realistic fiction. And so normally you might learn about realistic fiction just by itself, right? The setting, the plot, character development, and you're just learning about that. But what we did is we also connected that with social studies and science. And so what you're doing is now when you have the opportunity to learn about, um, let's, let's say your plot. So maybe you're, you're rising or you're falling action that might be stops along the way on a road trip. So you're learning about different regions. And then when you get to your climax, maybe all of a sudden now you're learning about a big turning moment. And now all of a sudden there could be like a, a natural hazard or disaster in that area. So you're bringing in the science, but what is nice about it is students have some voice and choice of what goes in that story. They're not all writing the exact same thing. They might be putting their own twist on it. Some might choose to do illustrations. Some might choose to type, right? Like there's, so they have, we're, we're still all learning, but they have some voice and choice in how they're going about that. Joe, you mentioned about some of the great things that ZQuest does. It's project-based learning, but the kids can't do it by themselves. Neither can the staff. Community has to help out as well, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I would love to be able to have a chance to talk to our, our local community here of, we try as best we can to design high quality projects that are engaging, but we would also love to hear uh, from you if you have any ideas. Uh, we really want to be able to uh, provide real world problems or examples to solve with our students. Um, and so if you've got an idea or if you want to get connected, uh, please reach out to, to me over at ZQuest. Um, and we would love to, to, to work with you and try to solve that problem. Um, or if you want to be a guest speaker or, um, donate any time or materials, um, please let us know. Um, we'd also love to, uh, get there for a field trip or the other awesome part about project-based learning is a lot of times feedback in the classroom is like teacher to student. But what we try and do is we try to have feedback that can be student to student, teacher to student, but also outside expert to student. And so if you want to get involved, um, if you've got an authentic idea, um, we would love to hear those ideas and, and work with you and see what we can, what we can do to solve that. 
We'll give the content information, phone and email with Joe at the end of the segment. That'll be in a few moments. So stand by and we'll put also put a little link to uh, the ZQuest program uh, when we put the podcast on our webpage at whtc.com. Talk about the adjustment from eighth grade to ninth grade once a student leaves the ZQuest school and goes into Zeeland East or Zeeland West High School. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that's actually perfect timing because yesterday you would have saw them at Zeeland East or Zeeland West High School because um, to work to help with that transition, they just toured um, the school. And so one thing that I think is great is I think our students are set up uh, fantastic for high school because not only did they have exposure to uh, all of the curriculum, they got exposure in a different way to also go into high school now with all of these collaboration and critical thinking and problem solving skills. And so um, they're prepared socially, um, they are prepared academically, um, they, they can still be involved in all the extracurriculars, and so it's a really nice transition for them. Um, one thing that I'm really going to try to work on as well is to make sure uh, to, um, that they know the, the connections that they can be involved with, because now the high schools are a little bit larger. And so being purposeful and, and meaningful about here are the opportunities that you have available to you of how you can get connected. You touched upon, Joe Grit, the fact that you want to get more community input into possibly expanding even more what ZQuest can do. Besides getting more community improvement, what other challenges do you see that ZQuest needs to meet and face and overcome over the next, I'd say, a year, maybe two years? The challenges that ZQuest has right now. Well, I think, so the... The beautiful part about project-based learning is that it does make learning come alive, but also um, there can be a, a little bit of planning that goes into that. And so making sure we having the authentic ideas and making sure that my teachers are feeling supported and the students are feeling supported because a lot of work does go into it. And so I think it's important to make sure that you pause and you celebrate the hard work that you're putting into it, just like you would in the real world. Um, but it's making sure that we're, we're purposefully recognizing um, and, and supporting our students and our staff that are working very hard to make these projects meaningful. Is it tough sometimes to come up with original ideas for projects? Um, <laughs> at times, I think it can be challenging. Uh, it, it can be, or you might have, hey, I've got 10 ideas right now, and then over here, it could be that I have this really, really good idea, but I'm looking for maybe this reading resource, or I'm looking for this writing resource, because we want to make them authentic. Anytime they're authentic, student engagement goes goes um, goes up. And so, um, yeah, there, there can be challenges, but that's just where the supports come in, right? We, we don't do it alone, right? And so we have a lot of people that are willing to help us, and sometimes all it takes is an idea, and then, and then people are off and running with it. Yeah, one thing I would think it would be an idea that we could, you know, that leadership could do is, all right, I've got 10 great ideas, write them down. Right. And then it says, keep, you know, keep, if you have more ideas, keep on writing them down, check them off as you go along. And, you know, you can say, all right, this idea worked well, this idea, maybe not so well, and just keep refreshing it and, and along those lines. Absolutely. And the nice part, too, is revision is a really big part of project-based learning, right? So you've you got your project launch, and then you're going to go in and develop and critique. Um, but there's a lot of revision that happens throughout um, based on student uh, input as well and, and where they're at. And so I always am also telling our staff of you might like a project might have gone fantastic, um, but you still might have tweaked, want to tweak it in a few ways the next year. Write those things down. But on the flip side of that, we also want to embrace a fail forward mentality is not everything's perfect in life. And so just like not every project is perfect and it's okay to have that fail forward mentality because that's life. We're always going to learn from it and we want to embrace that. 
If you want more information about ZQuest, you can call 616-748-3050, 616-748-3050. If you have some ideas that uh, Joe Grit might be able to use for ZQuest, simple email jgrit at zps.org. J-G-R-I-T at zps.org. And of course, for more information online, go to zps.org and you can uh, click on the link to ZQuest. Joe Grit, thank you very much for telling us about ZQuest. Wish you and everybody involved not only the best, but for the youngsters as well. Look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks for having me.